Dude, so get this. My little brother Aaron, who's an amazing guy, he uh we talked on the phone yesterday. He said he listened to the last podcast. He's like, Oh, the 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 strengths finder thing? That was that was a good episode, man. I was like, thanks. He's like, but I but you guys didn't talk about Jesus at all. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Do we always talk about Jesus? Well, I mean like talk about the faith. And so he's like, yeah, it really, I don't know what that had to, I think he said, he's like, yeah, it was good, but I don't know what it had to do with the faith at all. Calling us out. Isn't that hilarious? I mean, it's so good. I love my brother. He's amazing. Yeah, keeping it real. So we got to talk about Jesus. That is a life lesson. Quarantine, everyone. I'm Father Tim. Across the table from me is Father Derek. I'm drinking a glass of wine, and he's playing a game on his iPad. That's how we roll here at Mary C. Quarantine. It's not a game. Today is a great day, if you did not know. Again, not interested. <laughs> we're having a. We're currently in a fight, and I don't know what I did, but we're in a fight right now. But we're gonna get through this podcast. Today is a great feast day. Today is the feast day of Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Do Why you know? do you love Our Lady of Mount Carmel? Uh, well, one, because I love Carmelites. Carmelites being the religious order. Oh, isn't that that, that was the, like the stuff that hangs off caves? Oh, you're so See the ceiling? Stalagmites? Stalactites? No, honestly, I really like Our Lady of Mount Carmel because it's like the one Marian feast day in the, like, in the middle of the summer that we can celebrate. Because most of the Marian feast days are like in the fall or the winter. Do you want to explain it? Yeah, well, I mean, so uh, Our Lady of Mount Carmel comes from that, ju- that's just it. It comes from, goes all the way back to the Old Testament on Mount Carmel where Elijah lived. Okay. Prayed. And like basically that was one of the first religious orders before they were considered religious orders. So Carmelites will always talk about, hey, we're the original religious order, even before Dominicans and Benedictines and Franciscans. But what's really cool about them is just it's it's very much based in scripture, that here was Elijah and other people who wanted to just give their lives to the Lord, living and uh, in a very simple way, telling the world that they need to repent they need to believe in the Lord. They need to kind of change their ways. They were heralds for the gospel before the gospel is even a thing. Yeah. And so uh, what I love about that is that here were these Carmelites, like kind of telling the world, you need to shape up. Like you need to get ready for the Lord. You need to, you know, you need to put on your spiritual boots and like be good, which is kind of a harsh message, especially for today. If someone was to come up to you and say, Hey dude, repent, you need to be better. You need to like follow the Lord. Right. Do you see Mary that way? This is what I love. This is the connection that I love. Okay. No, not really. Do I see a Marian connection to the Carmelites? Do you see Mary that way? As in someone who is like, Hey dude, like get your act together, repent, believe in the gospel, go after it. Doesn't, that doesn't seem like, because we call Mary, like, gentle, and... Yeah, 
Not really, right? Is, yeah, right. But you do. But I do, because <laughs> like Mary is awesome like that. So this is what I love. So here are the the these Carmelites, these followers of Elijah, people from the Old Testament, even before Jesus, saying, "You got to get your act together." We don't hear that a lot now. That's not connected to Mary in any way, because Mary is seems like someone very gentle who wouldn't do that. But au contraire, as the Japanese would say, because Mary in the Magnificat, right at the beginning of the Gospel of Luke, when she visits Elizabeth, Elizabeth says, like, I'm, I am going to give birth to the, John the Baptist. And Mary's like, yeah, I'm going to give birth to God. Mary says this beautiful prayer. She says, my soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hunger with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. I love that prayer, because here is Mary being just like the Carmelites of old. That Mary is showing us, like through this prayer, that yeah, we gotta get our act together, because God, he shows the strength of his arm, he scatters the proud in their conceit, he casts down the mighty from their thrones, um, the rich are sent away empty, that Mary, in a way, is doing exactly what the Carmelites did, which is to say to the world, guys, get your act together, get close to the Lord, and let's, let's just do this, let's get after it. Does that make hmm. sense? Yeah, well, certainly more than I knew before. And that's why, that's why I love Our Lady of Mount Carmel, because it kind of shows, it shows Mary's boldness. That, yes, we consider her a gentle woman. Um, how does that song go? Gentle mother. Peaceful one? dove. Like peace, which is absolutely true. And Mary is the epitome of holiness. But she wasn't afraid to call the world and call us to a higher standard and to say, all right, let's do this. Let's get our act together. God is going to bust some heads. So do you know Carmelites in your mm-hmm. life? Mm-hmm. Do they all have this sort of Marian relationship or this relationship, this special relationship with Mary? Yeah, definitely. Um, they do. And, but not only that, you can see that in all of like the famous Carmelite saints. Like you look at, you look at St. Therese of Lisieux, like St. Therese, like in her story of a soul, she was always like, I want to like go to every single country in the world and show them Jesus. What are the Carmelites? Are they John I mean, of the every, Cross, I, right? I mean, th- this is the thing. Like, every saint has had a very special relationship with Mary. Yeah, I guess so. But I didn't know that there was this special relationship between the Carmelites and the Blessed Mother. You mentioned St. Therese. Famous Carmelites, St. Therese, St. John of the Cross, St. Teresa of Avila, St. Simon Stock. I knew a Carmelite. His name was Father Thomas. He was a surfer. So Father Thomas the surfer. Okay. Anyway... So big devotion to prayer. You got to be a prayer warrior to be a Carmelite. Mm, 
So yeah, uh, Father Derek needs to go to sleep. So shout her out, shout her out. Shout out to Kristen Moore for an awesome, just an awesome email. Yeah, she's not from Chicago, and she's listening to our podcast. Yeah, she's from DC. She's a. I met her at a really good friend's wedding. Shout out to Kristen all the way in Washington DC. Shout out to Lazaro and Juliet Ramos who are all the way out in Belgium. We have listeners in Belgium. You're it's kidding me? Cool. Isn't that awesome? Do you know them? Like you know friends? Them. I've stayed with them in Belgium before. They're awesome. Wow. I know. Do we know any Carmelites? Do we know any Carmelites? Yeah, Sister Teresa Benedict of the Cross. Um, Who's listening because she's... Because, of course, she's on the internet right now. <laughs> Mary Seas Quarantined is a Mary Seas of Wisdom dynamic original podcast.